You gotta turn it up. Shit. Oh, I see what you're doing. We got an intro. We had an intro. All right, let's play the intro. I'm gonna wait for it. I'm gonna make it loud so we can get on the podcast. This is this louder, Carrie? <coughs> That I heard. Donna, you hearing it? I heard it for a second. Okay. Here we go. Okay. And as you'll know, there's a, there's a, you'll hear a crazy man yelling. That's when you know uh, the production stops. We know this crazy man. Take it away, John. There it is. And we are back. The MMA Avengers have assembled with a new intro. And listen, I don't have to make a movie to live like a star. And uh, I love the edit at the end, me calling out to the gods. Uh, awesome. Kerry, stellar as ever. Good to have you back in uh, the virtual studio. Ike, happy new happy year. Happy new year. Happy new year. The Great Rising. Grand Rising. Yeah, we got a lot of good stuff coming up this year, though. This is, you know, I don't celebrate New Year's uh, personally on January 1st, but it is the secular New Year, so there's a lot of power in just that. So as the secular New Year, you know, I made goals. I got things I want to do. You know, we're looking to win the world championships in 2023. We're looking to fuck shit up. So we're going to get Kerry her blue belt. We're going to do stuff. We're going to do shit. We're going to make it happen. Carrie's been doing good. Like She's been training like four days a week at Sarah's. Woo! She's going to get that blue power soon. <laughs> yeah, I'm there a lot. I like it. I really enjoy it. It's the best high in the world. Yeah. It's really the best thing for mental health. Any, you know, I mean, even though, don't get me wrong, there's a lot of crazy fighters. They probably would be a lot crazier without it. Like... As crazy as we are, think about what it would be like without having an outlet for that energy. Like for me personally, yeah. I think martial arts kept me out of a lot of trouble because before I started training, you know, I mean, I did a couple, you know, I've been, I've been, you know, I've been in the joint. I went to college before I was 18. I went to college before <laughs> I was 18. How about that? So it's a good way to say it. Uh, you know, and it, but martial arts really gave me a good focus and uh, helped me get in shape, lose weight. I mean, really, what if I was like fat for the last 25 years? I'd probably look like shit. And yeah. the community. The community's great. I, li I love my people at jujitsu. You know, Kerry got a good girls group there. A lot of those girls I don't really know, but they seem real supportive. And then we got a great group you know, that I'd known for 20 years. 
What about that? Like, I trained today. Hold on, Ike. You know Philip Nova? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The nurse. The nurse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was on uh, The Ultimate Fighter. Yeah. So, Felipe is actually who got me into martial arts. Because he used to work. I used to have a hardware store in Brooklyn. And Felipe used to work at... Felipe? Felipe, yeah. Felipe used to work at my hardware store. And uh, he was like 16 and he was like a buck 40. Like 140 pounds. And I was like 19, but I was big. I was like 260, 265. And Philippe was like, oh, like I would kick your ass. And I was like, you little fuck, I will whoop your ass. And he was like, oh, yeah. He was like, uh, no, I'm telling you, like I train. I was like, all right, let's fight right now. He's like, no, 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 come to my gym. I was like, all right. Gym was like across the street from my store. I was like, okay. I was like on the top of a movie theater. Tell me that's not a New York thing. Uh, a Jeet Kune Do school on top of a movie theater. So, so I was like, oh, what do you want me to say? He's like, go in and say you want to spar. I'm like, all right. So I go in. I'm like, I want to spar. The guy's like, oh, you train? I was like, no. He's like, you fight? I was like, oh, like in the street a couple times. I was that guy. But whatever. Long story short, Philippe, who I trained with 22 years ago, they got me into it. Me and him trained this morning at Henzo Gracie Brooklyn. Wow. So, and we were talking. I was like, man, you ever think like 22 years, like he had a whole UFC career, me all over the place at, uh, and we're still training together. I was like, fuck, how good is that? And there's a lot of guys that don't train anymore. But let me tell you, having someone that you know for 20-something years in the sport, training, and just have that vibe, you really can't be beat. You checked off all the boxes today. You trained, you got the high, and then uh, the community connection continues. And I ate a steak. So that's a big, big, big Steak. I gotta eat more steaks. I, I bruise. Now, am I allowed to? Am I allowed to say bruise like a bitch? Does that offend women? Like, is is uh, the word bitch associated just with women, or is that just a weak person? I think people maybe you know what. The more I've been thinking about it, I think people need to be offended more. But I don't think it's offensive. Four hundred twenty percent. I absolutely agree with that. I was gonna say fuck what offends people at this point. I bruise like a no bitch, one cares so if I'm offended. I mean, more. Does sense. anyone give a fuck if you're offended or I'm? Off- no one cares if I'm offended. So fuck if I care. Please <laughs> using your quote, John. Now I'm so. What's my so quote? Uh, don't give words power or so much power or all the power. Yeah, you. Nah. When it comes to let me just, I don't want to get into anything, but I'll tell you how I feel about when it comes to your self belief. No one else has any influence over that. The way you act, if you actually feel a certain way about yourself, it don't fucking matter what anyone else says. And I don't need anyone to lick my ass and appease my sense of self, personally. You know, if I call myself the son of Odin, right? I have a whole series of delusions around my success, right? I have a whole series of them, and most people do. Do I need you to call me the son of Odin? No, but I am very flattered that you did put me calling out to my God in the in the intro. But if you don't, don't fucking bother me. You don't call me professor? Doesn't bother me. But I, that's what I prefer, but who cares? Now, it seems like you had that confidence 20-so-odd years ago, even when you met Mr. Philip. Oh, yeah. Like, I definitely did. Oh, so Philippe today, you know what's funny? Uh, we just, we were repping technique, and uh, I don't know, there's just something special about it, you know? And, uh, and at Sarah's, even at Sarah's, I went to 7 a.m. the other day, Matt was teaching, and uh, there's a guy, you know Frida, Frida, I know Frida, what, gotta be 12, 13 years. 
pop into that guy in the morning class. Like, hey, what's up? <laughs> you know, it's all great. So, Ike, where you been training lately? And Kerry, you gotta, you gotta. I'm really interested about your martial arts journey because, like, you're killing it on Instagram. But I want to know about the the nuts and bolts. <laughs> you're killing it on Instagram. And I say it's the greatest high before with uh, jujitsu because I am doing specifically now boxing. Like, I that's I, why I was asking you. Yeah. Since I seen you, John, at the gym on that Tuesday night, like I, I joined the boxing gym. Where? At, uh, uh, Academy of Boxing. There's a pro there, Wendy Toussaint. Shout outs to Wendy. Yaman, he's from Haitian. Haitian. He's from Haiti. Haiti. Haiti don't Haiti. get the respect it deserves. He's a cool dude. Yeah, they they've welcomed me in with uh, open arms. It's been cool. But yeah, just really focusing on art. But excited to eventually get back on the mats. I'm thinking uh in the spring again, in the spring, but really trying to get the hands better. But uh Listen, if you want me to show you some fisticuffs, Ike. I'm, I'll, I'm always down for the drunken Irishman. I'll show you some fisticuffs, and you're gonna be you're gonna be quite surprised, I think, by the effectiveness of the style. The drunken monkey, or you would be the uh, drunken no, master. Drunken. I wish no drunken master is different. Look, that's the style I've been competing with, and it hasn't been working. I've been getting no it. drunken master is the holding the cup. And you talked about before about don't let anybody or influence. It's like, dude, I've had a lot of very close family members who like give their two cents that is worth zero. And it's like, uh, if I didn't have the self-belief or the confidence, like I would fall in a puddle of tears, but it's like, well, you also have to think about around you are what I call reverse indicators. And the most important thing for you to identify in your life is the reverse indicator. It's hard to know if someone's a good indicator. It's hard to know when you're getting good advice. It's difficult because people give all types of advice. But it's good and very important when you find the person who I call the reverse indicator. Whatever they tell you is wrong. It's easy to spot that out. You just listen to them a little bit. And if you see everything they usually say is wrong... They're what I call a reverse indicator. That is better than the fucking North Star. Because the reverse indicator tells you exactly what not to do. They're like, if they say to do it, don't fucking do it. Right? That person, you, you can usually see it from their life. And the reverse indicator, it's like it's like a, a shipwreck graveyard. Like, you could look at it and be like, oh, don't, don't go there. Look at all those shipwrecks. They think they're giving you good advice. But... I, I tell you what, like, there's this guy in my neighborhood who's always telling me what numbers to play. I'm like, oh, whatever that guy says, don't listen to him. Because if he was right, he'd be a billionaire. He wouldn't talk to me. I'd have to pay him for his system. It's true. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. So, Kerry. Yep. I want to hear about your jiu-jitsu journey. Let's go, Stella. Yeah, and I, uh, I call those reverse indicators balloon poppers, but that's just... I don't, oh, they're balloon poppers, like, but they're good to keep in your periphery. Like, listen, I could crush my own dreams. I'm pretty good at that. You know, <laughs> I don't need someone out there like... Exactly. Like, I hold myself to, like, I'm like, it'll be like, you fucking idiot. Like, I'm saying yeah. that to myself. Like, No, like, if time. you tell that person this is a good idea, and they're like, that's a great idea, don't fucking do it. Yeah. <laughs> 
them popping motherfuckers. Because usually my ideas usually come out pretty good, uh, I'd like to think. I like what Um, you're doing with the Smokers Club stuff. I'm loving it. I feel like I'm doing a lot of good... uh, good work over there but yeah no jujitsu is great how it's many stripes you got i was trying to count that's it it's four, three or four right four Not working on my belt. working on my blue belt i actually there was a couple people that thought i was a blue belt so that was pretty cool because one guy was like are you blue or purple belt my god he was close <laughs> but thank you well that's what dan one person seriously thought I was like, it kept on referring to me as a blue belt, but I wasn't there. I was like, no. I'm like, thank you. Carrie's aggressive. Like, you got to get a roll in with Carrie. Now she's like kind of developing, you know, a series of moves. Her passing is getting good. She's dangerous off her back. Like, now Carrie's starting to develop a game that she's been training more, training with different people. But at first, it's. Like- I actually- comfortable being on my back very comfortable being on my back in a a bizarre way no no it makes sense i tell you what i think most girls spend more time off their back what do you think ike no no in jujitsu no i'm being 100 serious in jujitsu I know, like, I know it sounds threw funny. To me as the professor, you threw to me as the professor. is like, what do you think, student? I'm like, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm, I'm picking my nose at the back. <laughs> um, yeah, I was I was the same way because I, I didn't wrestle. So I was like, just jumped into jujitsu. Oh, so you yeah. don't mind the guard game either. You're like, same shit to you. The wrestler is like, don't be on your back. <laughs> But you know, I find a lot of attacks off my back. Like uh, you were saying, I'm always attacking. I I really like spot things out where I didn't was not able to spot shit back. And I I miss things all the time, obviously. But no, I can see things. I'm like, oh, ooh, ooh, I can try that. I can do that. I can try this. I can do that. And most, a lot of things have been working out uh, when I try. So that's been pretty good. And then the new things that I'm I'm trying to uh, get uh, guillotines. I got one top mounted and the rest I've been trying to get them and they're a little tricky, but you know, my triangles are the person's resistant, right? So it's not like, like that's what I love about jujitsu, jujitsu and martial arts in general. To me, martial arts is the truth. And I'll tell you why. Cause I tell you, Hey, Carrie, I think I could choke this person with this technique. And that person's like, no, no, you fucking can't. And then I'm like, oh, yes, I can. Right? It's like, oh, you're wrong. And I can show you. And, or I'm wrong. You know what? No, I can't choke you. Now I'm going to have to refine that technique. And then, like, even technique refinement. I've been loving that. That's what I was talking to Felipe I about. I so much. Yeah. I was, like, in 22 so years. I was like, we're still learning. How crazy is this? Listen, we've been doing jujitsu 22 years. And we still learn new moves. And still refine old techniques. It's so crazy to me. That you do something yeah. for so long, all the time, right? Think about how often in my life I've gone and trained five, six days a week, and I still learn new stuff. It's so crazy. Yeah. Just heard a podcast, the Lex Friedman podcast, um, with Hodger Gracie. Hodger is one of the. Uh, Hodger's probably the best geek guy ever. That's what I learned, and uh, he gave his gave credit to Gordon, but uh, what he was saying was black belts they'll get to black belt status and they just plateau so no uh, you're doing the opposite of what he's uh, yeah when i got my black belt when i got my black belt i told myself okay 
now I'm ready to learn because now I know the basics. I got my black belt. That mean that's like getting your black belt to me is like uh, getting your doctorate. And if you're a good professor, you know what you're supposed to do with your doctorate? Do research and write. So for me, it's do research and, you know, train and compete sometimes when I feel like it. <laughs> when the gods tell me to. But I think the gods are telling me uh, a run this year at the Jiu-Jitsu Championships. All right. So. so that means you're not, you're like, you're keeping the, uh, keeping the poundage down. I'm going to do 175. I feel great at this weight. Like, I'm right. just walking around fucking solid and strong as fuck. And good gas tank. Because remember, IBJJF, the weigh-in is 20 minutes before. Like, literally, you, you you step on the scale and step on the mat. So what I'd like mm-hmm. to do is be, like, 170 in the morning and eat breakfast. Feel good. You know? For the Worlds, I might have four or five matches. It's not like, I don't have to be a race car. So in a fight, this is how I think about it. I'm like a NASCAR. I got one fight, one opponent. I got to fucking win that fight. And I got to go 100 miles an hour or more. And I got to be stripped down to the minimum to be able to do that. That's an MMA fight. A jiu-jitsu tournament with multiple 10-minute matches, that might look like me being more of a muscle car. You know what I mean? The craziest thing that I've seen with boxing, like the last match... Uh, is eight pound allowance. What is that? <laughs> That's another weight class. That's what I exactly said. I go, are you kidding me? I go, I could have ate the drink. They're like, no, 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 it's good, man. It's good that you did that. I was like, what are you talking about? I go, I'm like, I was wearing like extra layers while I was driving, turn the heat up. I was like, yeah, I could have ate. <laughs> oh, man. Imagine what MMA guys would do with eight pound allowance. Eight, oh my god, guys were coming massive. If you did an eight, a one pound allowance, guys are missing and coming in big. All right, what do we? We got fights coming up. Eh, uh, UFC got, fight I night. Mean, I don't know. Shout out to uh, Matt Frivola too. I don't know if you guys. Oh like, shit! You're know, right. We haven't have we podcasted since Frivola one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, okay. But shout out to Frivola anyway because he's a fucking killer. We he's, trained uh, together on uh, Friday. Friday, right? Yeah. I think, yeah, he's on. He's right back in the gym, ready to get right back out there. Yo, UFC, stop fucking around. Give Steamroller a a, a big fight and pay the fucking guy. I like the March Patty fight. I think the Patty fight's still there. I don't think Patty. That's a good fight. It's a better fight now. Rob Jared, like, did anything that, like, Patty and Matt can't cross paths. Like, uh, I think they should. Pat, uh, Matt's on that uh, that wave two of like twenty twenty three, is could be like huge. I mean twenty twenty two is a great. He had two knockouts first round, so it took minimal Ooh. damage. The really the best thing for a guy who's a career fighter is to have fights where you take minimal damage because he's right back yeah. in the gym. He was back in the gym training seriously like a week later because he has guys, Nas is fighting. Uh, February 8th, I think. Yeah, that's and, uh, Nas. Yeah, Nas' first UFC fight right right around the corner. He's a fucking savage. Brooklyn in the house, if you know what that's about. know uh, what that's about. So, so what's it going? So Nas is a killer. So he's in the UFC, good to see. I wish we could see Bazookia signed up in there, but whatever. So listen, I pulled up that card. 
for the 14th. I don't know. It looks a little weak. It's uh, yeah. Gastelum is the headline versus Imin- Imavov. A good fight on yeah. paper, but nothing that like makes me super excited. The co-main is already yeah. off the card. Jeff Neal versus oh. Rachmaninoff. Rachmaninoff. Oh, oh fuck. We only got wow. 10 minutes left. All right, let's go. So this card don't look great. I don't know. Dan Ige is on. Yeah. Whatever. How's the pay-per-view card UFC 283 look? Oh, okay. So this is what I'd like to do. Uh, Kerry, we should do a watch party for this. Glover versus Jamal Hill. Figueroa Moreno 4. Those guys are going to have a million fights. Uh, Burns, Magny, Lauren Murphy, Jessica Andrade, Shogun, who was last fight versus Potiera. Mm-hmm. It's a fucking great card. Oh my God. How's the prelims? Prelims. The prelim is good. Paul Craig, Johnny Walker. That's a good fight. Brad Tavares. Holy shit. Yeah, we got to do a watch party for that. Yeah. Yeah, we definitely. That, uh. When is that? Boom. Uh, the twenty first, yeah, we definitely gotta do a watch party for the twenty first. That card's yeah. stacked. Yeah, no, Jamala Hill. We should we should try to. Uh, I carry me. I don't know one of us. We should get Jamal Hill on because that guy's freaking great and he's funny as hell. Have you seen his comedy skits? No, no, I've just seen his interviews. Cool. No, guy. go on his uh, go on his Instagram because his comedy is off the charts. He does like you know the different types of walkouts. And it'll be like uh, the fan oh, favorite, and he comes out and he's like, and then where it's like, uh, it's like the hugger, and he's just hugging his corner, he's just hugging the the runner, and he just runs right up to the ref, and he's in his face, he's, he's like, well, <laughs> so but he's so funny when he acts it out. Um, so yeah, he's hilarious. I'd love to have him on. Oh, and I seen his first fight on Contender Series. I went out with Steamroller when Billy Q was on Contender Series. Um, nice. And what you call it? And Jamala Hill, we were in the hot tub together. And, uh, okay, long story short, I was like, what are you, a welterweight? He was like, fuck you, I'm a light heavyweight. I was like, oh, well, we're sitting down. I can't tell. You know? <laughs> I was like, we're sitting down. I couldn't tell how that's just six foot four. You know what I mean? Like, you're sitting down, like, his upper body, I'm thick. I'm like, I didn't realize you were a giant. I have a long torso. Okay. So I thought we were, I thought he was a welterweight, but that guy's a killer. I don't know. I mean, I love Glover, so I'd love to see Glover win back the title, get vengeance for, uh, for the UFC kind of glossing him over with that other fight. Yeah. Mm. I agree with that. Glover's, uh, one of the good dudes. And uh, maybe you give the rematch to Blahovich if Glover wins, even though there's quote-unquote unfinished business with Ankalaev. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. That fight did nothing for me. You were telling me you lost this fight. I, I don't know. If I lost. I have to go back watch. <laughs> I, I don't think I won, but I don't think I lost. I didn't lose. This is a draw. This is a draw. That's the most like he's such like a likable guy. <laughs> he's he's just such a blue collar guy to me. Right? He's like, uh, I don't know. I think I won that. Hello. Like in the UFC and <coughs> meanwhile, like the guy with the most like tenacity in those like those interviews, 
I think the Uncle Live translator got him in a lot of trouble. Like Uncle Live was like, and then the translator was like, they know what I want my belt. Where is my belt? And I'm like, this translator has never been to a martial arts gym in his life. And he's getting this guy in trouble. <laughs> nah. I will kill everybody. They know why they included. And Uncle I was like, I, did, I definitely didn't say that. He's like, Whatever he's saying. He's like, man, I gotta learn English. I always feel like those translators be messing you up. Like the translator, because they'll the person will be like, Hadamura. And the translator's like, he wants to say that he had a very good training camp. His sponsors were all really, you know, supportive. And uh, his father, you know, before this told him. And I'm like, he said all this? And then the guy is like, blah, 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 blah. And, uh, and the translator's like, looks at him. He's like, he liked to thank the fans. I'm the like, Brazilian wait. guy with the blonde hair is the best. It doesn't make any sense. I agree with you. Like, sometimes. The translation doesn't match up with what the guy's saying. Even we can tell. Like I said, I might not speak your language, but that doesn't sound right. I'm calling bullshit. I'm like, wait, I'm calling bullshit on you. Close caption. (laughs) Oh my God, wait. Did you guys see that one of the... You know the... Hold on. You know the person that does sign language translation? Another great example. Wait, did you see one of the people that would do in sign language translation that had a job doing it? Actually, uh, didn't know how to do it? No, they actually weren't doing sign language. They were just faking it. And they were getting paid. They had to just say, like, I know American Sign Language. Oh, do you? Yeah. All right. And they're up there and they're like... I think they were next to Obama. Like, four feet from Obama. It was like... They were in like an official setting. I don't I don't know who it was, but it looked official. And this girl's out there like throwing up gang signs. If that doesn't show you the power of confidence. Talk about the power of confidence. That girl just went in there and worked the job. She don't know sign language. She was like, who the fuck's really gonna know? How and I think it took like four years to catch it. Listen, maybe she should have identified as a sign language interpreter. Well, she obviously did, but it wasn't enough. Well, it should be. You I'm know, sorry. And you know what's funny? She was doing the job, just not very well. Listen, she was doing the job. She went, she showed up. She interpreted. She was just wrong. It's like if I was like, hey, Carrie, I'm going to be a Spanish interpreter. And the guy, the guy talks to me in Spanish. And I just make it up. I'm like, he said, oh, do you want to get burritos? You're like, that's so racist. What do you say? I mean, I don't fucking know. I don't speak Spanish. <laughs> oh, the sun was in the sky. And then but no, actually, see what you're saying. Like, this girl was so confident that she would be like, no, I translated correctly. You'd be like, you didn't translate, right? But no, I did. And then fight with you. Like, no, I speak Castilian Spanish. That's why you don't understand. Going, I'm just gonna try to like be a tra- that's, that's that's my thing, you know. Like, I'm just gonna go and do it, see if it sticks. Let's try. Hey, and then she had a good paying job, Carrie. Imagine if you just got a job for 150 grand a year to be a Spanish translator. Yeah. 
<laughs> for four years. <laughs> and then for four years, you worked that job. And you don't speak Spanish. Like, don't. They gave a shit. They were just like. Just start saying random words. That's all. You know what they probably said? They were like, oh, this girl shows up every day. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody has. She's, <laughs> She's hardworking. She shows up every day. She's only only one that shows up to a job, we got a pair. Yeah. Even if she's wrong. 50% of the time. Could you imagine if she was like, if they showed her percentage of how much she was right, and it was just a small percent on guessing alone? Oh, just guessing. Like, she'll, like, the guy will say heart, and she'll be like. <laughs> and it's like, oh, you're right. You're right. <laughs> we'll circle back. She'll be like, circle back. That was correct. That was right. You know, be like, oh, that, you're right. You're like, you know what? You're actually correct, 20%. <laughs> oh. <coughs> because she's up there throwing up some type of signs. It's so funny. We have high expectations for 2023. I have high expectations. What's your, so you know my main goal. I want to win the world champ. I'm, I'm going to be a world champion. What's your goal like? What's your big goal? Come on, we got less than a minute. New York State oh. boxing champion. Okay, Kerry. Oh, well, I mean, like, I want my blue belt. So, Good. I guess that's like a short-term goal, but it works. Avengers, good to get back together. All right, let's make sure. Listen, Monday night, I don't mind doing that. Monday's good for me. I don't know if we Let's... lost Harry or not. We're I don't know. It's okay. The we'll, we'll get Harry's like uh, Iron Man, right? So off doing his own thing. He shows up when he can. Yeah. You know, right now he's when in outer he space. Oh, no. You know what? Harry's like the Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh. He's off in outer space right now. He's like, he's like, dude, I help out the Avengers when I can. But normally I'm in Uranus. <laughs> <laughs> or even pasturators. <laughs> <laughs>